over Broadway. We're back for Bits Over Broadway. Bits Over Broadway. <laughs> time to make content, y'all. Time. It's time. Time to make content. It's time to get our mush brains back into business. That's right. Mush them into some kind of shape. Uh, like yeah, those little into, Play-Doh molds. Just yeah. crunch us in there. And we'll just like squish us. it in yeah. and like make it a nice little smooth brain. Yeah. I wish Not to a become. In sight. I wish to become the hair of a troll. <laughs> I, <just, laughs> I want to like really stringy. Out the top. Yeah, yeah, like really like stringy, mm-hmm. like neon pink. That's what I want. Uh, so before Connor and I were talking about our genius idea to uh, put all of the shows ever recorded onto the internet and make people pay three dollars for them. <laughs> Right. There I mean, are like, no issues. We've completely solved the problem. <laughs> we have figured it out, you guys. Right. We now know how to get around the bootleg issue, <laughs> how to get around the fact that uh, tickets to see Hamilton are $900 just for rear mez. I mean... <laughs> Rear mess. We fi- Come on. We've solved the Broadway problem, if you will. That's so, right. um, producers, call us, hit us up. Um, <laughs> We're happy to help you. B-way, we are happy to help. <laughs> um, all of this is uh, due to watching the fourth in our deep cut series. Yes. Um, the fourth show, there was a staged, a filmed staged version a la the 1980-something cats of course uh where it is on a stage using the theatrical elements but it is filmed and every show should do that in my opinion and and as we have discussed many a time on this podcast musicals are famously a visual medium and they really are you know when you're actually able to see what's happening on stage and follow the storyline it's amazing how well the show emotionally impactful i gotta be honest with you it's, uh, it's truly insane. And um, jumping off of that point. Yeah. No, go ahead. Speak on <laughs> no, that. No, I'm just saying. We need more. We need the, the filmed adaptations. They exist. We know that they exist because they're, we see them at the Tonys every year. And they are all only a few blocks away at Lincoln Center. So, like. It's true. Just make them available to the larger public. Just uh, inject them straight into my veins, baby. <laughs> That's what I want. Um, want those Broadway veins. That's right. Uh, so this the show that we're talking about this week is uh, Billy Elliot. Yes. And I was actually wondering, because so the impetus behind this one, uh, this pick, was that producer Mitch was like, I want a show that's going to emotionally destroy the two of you. <laughs> and I was like, cool. Um, You've done accurate. that. Congratulations. He did say that. After he said, I want to show that Connor fucking hates, which we discovered. And accurate. We did find. We did do it. accurate. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like falling under any criteria that makes it a deep cut in particular, other than um, you and I both loved the show and loved it before this podcast. And so I think that we both would just be too insane to let a guest get any airtime with an opinion. (laughs) Exactly. Like there would be no, they would, 
not be able to get a word in edgewise. It's so so true. Why put a guest through that hell? <laughs> exactly. <honestly>? When you <laughs> can just listen to us put you through hell on our own. <laughs> thank you for listening to Bits Over Broadway. Yes, thank you. Um, all right, Connor, uh, give us those facts and figures. Connor, facts and figs. Facts and figs. <laughs> the smooth jazz is doing it for me every single it's time. Working. I love you it. You can find all the music that producer Mitch uses for our facts and figs drops yes. uh, on a playlist on our Spotify. Link is in the show notes. Um, uh, I have a Broadway playlist up and Mitch has literally all the songs that he uh, has used amazing. to make facts and figs. And I will eventually have a Broadway playlist up if right. I can ever get my brain to start working again. <laughs> in um, Godspeed. In Godspeed <laughs> that one so billy elliott is a musical with music by the man the king himself elton john icon legend uh with book and lyrics by lee hall it's based on the 2000 film also named billy elliott very good which was based on a short story about the 1985 84 to 85 uh uk minor strike Mm -hmm. called the stars look down Mm-hmm. Um, it originally opened in the West End um, for previews in March of 2005, and then uh, opened officially on May to, in May 2005, and ran until April 2016 for 4,600 performances. God, damn, that's and the crazy. only reason it, 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 the show closed was because the theater had to be renovated. It's so good. It is such a good show. Um, um, it is the show. It's the first show I ever saw on Broadway. Fun. Oh, I love that fact. for you. Yeah. Ah, I love that. Um, it did open on Broadway for previews in October of 2008 and then officially opened in November 2008 and ran until January 2012 for 1,312 performances. And there have been so many tours and international productions. It's not even funny. As for awards, this bitch got them. <laughs> she had... 13 nominations at the Los Olivier Awards, which is essentially the Tonys, but for the West End. Mm-hmm. Um, and it won five of them. The Larrys. Yes. The Larrys, <laughs> if you will. The uh, For the Broadway production, it had 10 nominations at the Drama Desk Awards, and it won every single nomination. Yes, bitch. It had 13 nominations for the Outer Critics Circle Award and won seven. And it had 14 nominations at the Tonys and won 10, including Best Musical. Nice. And just a quick little synopsis for those of you who may not be in the know. We'd love. The musical revolves around Billy Elliot, a motherless British boy who begins taking ballet lessons. His story of personal struggle and fulfillment is balanced against a counterstory of family and community strife caused by the 1984-1985 UK minor strike in County Durham in Northeast England. Um, really quick before we fully, and I want everyone to know these next three words are capitalized, get into it. Yes, um, correct. <laughs> for once, I do want to point out before, before you say, uh, you fully popped off. I've, this, I have this. a page and a half of notes before we get to the notes about the show. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> are you very excited that, uh, I'm very for, excited. Some, for once I actually pulled my weight <laughs> on this show? Um, <laughs> you always pull your weight your own Um, I was just going to say that the movie that this is based on in 2000 is not a musical um but still good still enjoyable but it doesn't have the songs it has like obviously songs in it because it's a dance musical but it is not um all the songs were written for the musical they don't come from the movie got it 
I was because for a second, for I was under the impression that Billy the movie um, also had music by Elton John in it. It does, but they don't. If it does, from what I can remember, it's been a few years since I've seen it, but they don't sing. Okay, got it. Like there's there's definitely music that occurs. Uh, what's the word? Diegetically? Is that yeah. correct? Um, that was. That was, that was a, a deep pull from right there. my language arts senior year that I probably misused. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, there's music <laughs> that occurs in it, but it, it's not sung through. It's not um, the characters singing. Yeah, literally yesterday as we were both preparing for today's episode, Meryl texted me and she's like, I have more notes. I have so many notes. Than I have ever had for another show and we haven't even started. Okay. Um, I just wanted to provide context for the minor strike that is happening throughout the um, show and is a huge part of the show, not only because of the poverty that Billy is coming from, yeah. um, but just in terms of the social conflicts that are going on um, between the two worlds he's trying to occupy. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really important because the minor strike is like it plays yeah. such a major part in the show. But um, if you don't really know much about like that right. time period in, in England or even in America, like you don't fully understand For sure. so what is going on. Maggie Thatcher gets elected in 1979, I believe, running on the she she's a Tory. She's part of the Tory party. <laughs> she ran on the slogan. Labor isn't working. Um, which is the their that is their liberal part one of their liberal parties. <laughs> Famously, Britain has figured out that it's not a two party system. Um, but the most I think I would say the two most well known are Labour and Tory. Yeah. But three years into her first term, unemployment had doubled. She had tried to take on the coal miners' union previously, um, before her reelection, but she uh failed obviously the coal miners union was one of the most powerful unions in the country uh because they had because what they were doing provided obviously light and heat to the country Mm -hmm. so uh obviously the workers are negotiating coming to the table with a lot that they can withhold from people um but uh her main attack of getting people like she was really good at uh, riling people up. Um, the first thing that she did was attack public housing. She knew that if you can get some poor people into the market, quote unquote, then they would be more likely to vote with their economic self-interests. So she like put all of Britain's public housing up for sale and offered it to some tenants at a reduced rate. Um, And they bought it, obviously. They bought their homes outright. But the people who couldn't, their rents then doubled. Um, And not everyone ended up changing their registration, but over half of the new owners ended up changing their uh, registration to Tory. So she's not stupid. Um, And then along came the invasion of the Falkland Islands, which is pretty non-significant in terms of historical battles that have been fought. Um, it's an island that lives off the coast of Argentina. It had pretty much been like untouched for years. Maggie Thatcher even was obviously very kind of disregarding it. She cut uh, finances to it. She cut uh, supplies and even some of the armed ships that guarded it. She just like withdrew them, um, which seemed to read to Argentina that it was a clear like su- surrender of the islands. It was a whole thing. Sure. But basically what happened is this war goes on for 11 weeks, right? And it becomes this huge rallying thing, as 
wars tend to do among people. You have to rally people to patriotism. And um, all of a sudden, like she went from a 25 percent approval rating, which was lower than George W. Bush at his lowest point and lower than any prime minister in the history of British polls up to that point. Damn. Um, and turned it around. Uh, they won the Falkland war i mean it wasn't very long but they ended up winning um at the cost of thousands of li- uh, at least a thousand lives and she used the popularity boost the war gave her to launch a war on the nationalized utilities and unions of the country um the coal miners went on strike in 1984 and Thatcher just acted like they were an extension of the war, saying we had to fight the enemy without in the Falklands, and now we have to fight the enemy within, which is much more difficult, but just as dangerous to liberty. So now she's she's pivoted and the workers are the enemy within, and Thatcher unleashes the full force of the state on the strikers, including in one confrontation, 8,000 truncheon-wielding riot police, many of whom were on horseback to storm a plant picket line, leading to roughly 700 injuries. Over the course of the strike, the number of injuries reached into the thousands. Yeah. Um, it's like one of the most – wasn't this strike like considered one of the most like brutal like – Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, it was It was a, it was a really intense thing and um, they used so many resources of the state. Thatcher pressed security services to intensify surveillance of the union, particularly its president, mm-hmm. Arthur Scargill. Um, the union was intro- – infiltrated by multiple agents and informers all of its phones were bugged as were homes and even the fish and chip fish and chip shops that were frequented by union leadership insane uh the uk chancellor of the exchequer i don't know what that position is but it's some cabinet position during the strike was quoted as saying it was just like arming to face the threat of hitler in the 1930s one had to prepare so like Everyone in the government is fully like these people are wrong and evil for wanting to not be desperately poor and yeah. <laughs> we're going to fuck them up. Right. Um, they didn't have any interest in bargaining. They were just trying to break the union regardless of the cost. And, you know, 3000 police a day mm-hmm. extra isn't cheap. So clearly cost was not an issue. By 1985, the Thatcher had won. Workers were going hungry and couldn't hold out. Right. Um, as well as the fact that the strike was legally uh, was not considered legal. There was never a national vote by the union members to go on strike. Yeah. Um, and so technically it was it was not a legal union. And there were lots of issues right in the beginning with some workers not wanting to go on strike because they hadn't voted to go on strike. Um, but then, you know. Uh, you had people later who people like we'll see in the show Billy's dad who like after everything are just trying to keep their families together. And that's I think that is an important distinction. A lot of people don't know because of the way that labor politics has like played mm-hmm. out in the past 30 years. I'm in a union and we have had to make that vote. You don't just strikes have to be done a very specific way in order for them to be handled and in order them to be correct. And every strike is different. So um, in order to like go on strike, you have to vote just to authorize a strike vote. It's different than a wildcat strike, but yes. Yeah. 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 There's so many rules and regulations. And so like for that, for that strike to be deemed illegal, that is a massive blow to 
the labor, the union's um, bargaining power. For sure. Um, And then, you know, once that strike was over, the message worked. Obviously, it was clear that if Thatcher was willing to go that far to break the people that literally provided light and heat to the citizenry, then it would be suicide for any other weaker union to like that are producing a less crucial product to try and challenge her. Yeah. Um, a similar thing happened in the 80s with Ronald Reagan um, and, and the, the air traffic um, uh, the controller air traffic. strikes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, highly recommend reading about that. Uh, there's a great book about the um, union, the miners union strike called, give me two seconds. I just had the enemy within Thatcher's secret war against the miners mm-hmm. by a guardian reporter, Sumas Milne. So um, if you're interested in reading about it, writing that down as we speak (laughs) um yeah so it's just basically the entire like like the entire reason for maggie thatcher's existence was to privatize the nation which she ended up doing following breaking the coal miners strike um she privatized british telecom british gas british airways british airport authority and british steel and the country sold sold its shares of british petroleum yeah so all of those nationalized um utilities that were bringing the comp- the country money literally bringing money into the coffers uh were sold off to private companies so that one person could benefit from uh all of the country's resources instead of you know its citizens right it's cool capitalism works capitalism is good capitalism is great and um this is this is also like one of the uh it's also mirroring exactly what is happening in america at this time period as well with the reagan administration um and i think also it's uh the show also gets into more of the um issue of class so obviously even though coal miners were a strong union and strong um labor movement they were not considered Mm -hmm. like well brought up i guess you could say they were considered a the lower class right and um obviously the dance world much like uh figure skating i don't know if anybody has ever delved into that world the tanya harding of it all but oh, okay. um yeah there was a huge issue there because she was considered low class right. and it's just such a, a well-to-do sport same with dance especially ballet the royal ballet like all oh, of those people sure. are going to be um, brought up with private schools and really mm-hmm. well off. And so there's a, just a huge disparity, which is at play um, with the with Billy's family trying to wrap their minds around him being a dancer on top of the social stigma of um, being gay and right. dancing. Of course. And gender dynamics, yeah. and of course, all of that, which this show is a lot with, like gender interpretation and, oh, yeah. and um, breaking gender roles. And that it, it's actually honestly like really cool, especially to see that with a show where the main focus is on yes. the children of the uh, these families that are yeah. um, going yeah. through. Let's this get into the show because it is a fun show. I also cry a lot. Yeah. I don't want to make this too heavy because it is such a fun. It's such a fun fucking show. I do think that it was important, though, to talk that uh, talk of that historical um, context, though, because this, yeah, the course. show does take place in a historical like era that actually yes. did. Oh, happen. and to recommend if anyone is interested in seeing the show again, visual medium. Yes, um, there is a version, a filmed the filmed version of the West End show um, 
on Amazon called Billy Elliot the Musical Live or something like that. Now, is that the version that stars Tom Holland? Because apparently, yeah, if y'all didn't know, Tom Holland <laughs> That's was right. in Tom this. Holland, Spider-Man, uh, was in, was a Billy Elliot. Yes. Um, there is, just Google Tom Holland Fuentes. There's like a video of him trying to show off to Zendaya all of his incredible turns. I knew that he was a dancer. Like, I knew that he like had ballet training. I just, it never connected with my head, in my head of him being an, a British actor and then Billy Elliot. <laughs> but it's true. So just imagine when you're trying to imagine this show, just imagine a tiny Tom Holland bebopping around. Right. I imagine that the way that Tom Holland was when he was younger is he looked exactly the way he does now, just like three feet shorter. Oh, yeah. Just shrunk. Shrinky dinked. Yeah. Because <laughs> he still looks like he's done. <laughs> yes, he does. That's correct. So the first song is The Stars Look Down, opening number. Yes. It's great. The show opens with uh, videos, video footage of the labor movement um, up to that point so far. There had also been, I forgot to put this in my notes, but there had also been several strikes before um, that the union, that the coal miners had gone on and successfully won. Specifically in 1972, there was a huge strike and um, they successfully got a lot of things like negotiated and became a really powerful union. And so um, this footage at the top kind of is just a really quick rundown of like what the vibe is, the labor movement itself, Um, which I love for historical context. And also imagine growing up in a country with a strong labor movement. Like what a dream. We used to have that. (laughs) We did have that. We really did. uh, Mom and dad thought Reagan was cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Really and truly like, Looking at the U.S. labor movement, like the air strike, the air traffic controller strike break was devastating blow to the U.S. It, it absolutely was. Um. Anyway, I wrote five point five minutes in, and I am fully crying. <laughs> I was just like crying, listening to the song, and like dreaming about a world where we could go on strike and um and you know have a say in our lives. And, uh, and I just I just feel like we should I should ask this question right up top. Meryl, did this show um like influence your politics at all? <laughs> or like I don't want to say that it did. <laughs> <laughs> I never put it together, but uh because like so I like I said this was the first show I ever saw on Broadway. I saw it right after I graduated high school. So that would be about 10 years ago. <laughs> this like Truly fell in love with this show 10 years ago because it's like, oh, the dancing, which we'll get to. The dancing oh, the is dance. so oh, incredible. It should be illegal. It oh, is. the dancing. Um, but now I love the show because of the labor politics. Exactly. <laughs> so, I, you know. I think I, te- I texted Meryl yesterday gross. and I was like, did seeing this show at a young age influence me on my road to my political beliefs? Time will tell. The answer is Time, yes. Totally <laughs> did. Um, because I saw them go on strike and I said to myself, at the ripe old age of like 11, I want to do yeah. that. <laughs> so, yeah. So these uh, Stars Look Down is just an introduction to um, – what's going on it opens in a union hall mm-hmm. we're seeing all of the people we're seeing the kids play around in that area like 
the family, the community connection is established so quickly. I love yeah. it. This, They're all part of each other's lives. This 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 opening number is really really good because, like you said, it establishes everything you need to know about like what this story is mm-hmm. in a few seconds. Yeah. Like again, you see, like the majority of the action takes place in the Union Hall, mm-hmm. at least in like the first, first act and yeah. a portion of the second act. Mm-hmm. Um, you see that like this is a community. They are together. They are neighbors they've been they've known each other their entire lives it establishes everything in such a short amount of time like literally within the first 30 seconds truly like there's loose kids running around that everyone can like not discipline but everyone interacts with and like knows and is familiar with it's just is so good at immediately establishing that small town closeness that happens in a community absolutely and that just speaks to um Elton John's ability <laughs> to be not only a pop icon, That's right. but a fantastic fucking musical composer. <laughs> He's so good at this. He's so good compared at it. To, compared to Spider-Man, I'm just like, this is how you do it. Right. Like, you're going to go from pop music to musicals you do it like elton john exactly don't do it like you too don't do it um, don't do it like you too then the then they immediately move from the union hall to billy's home and all of the union members are like in his kitchen right. which is hilarious i love again it's just more building that community making it so that but not not to say that everyone's like lovey-dovey these people are full dickheads oh, yeah, to each absolutely. Other, which i love like they call children several different names for a vagina Truly. and they like <laughs> i feel like I that's live. just england though yeah it is it's a different culture but i love yeah, it I love like it's hilarious to call a kid a twat yeah, that's very funny absolutely. to me honestly <laughs> Um, the grandma in this show is so iconic. I love the grandma I in this show. Her song her. is amazing. She's such a drunk little yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh so Billy God. is going for boxing lessons down at the uh, welfare hall, like gym, local community gym, basically. Uh, and he hates it. <laughs> I would. Fair. I get it. Boxing, like why boxing? Your hands are so sweaty. Yeah, like you can't do anything with the gloves on, and I don't. Yeah, why you would just want to spend an entire Saturday afternoon like learning how to hit somebody that doesn't like beating eat, the shit right out like of that people. doesn't sound interesting or fun at all. And it's, that that but, might just be the gay in me, but like honestly, yeah, I think the existence of like the multi-million dollar industry that is MMA would argue that beating the shit out of each other is <laughs> not fun, right? Like, but I, I mean, I don't agree with it, but I, it does it for some I people, just don't, I guess. like, okay, and this, this is my next digression. Every so often, ahead and pop off, I've, I've been watching Sex in the City, and there's, like, one episode where, like, Big, who I have thoughts about, is, um, <laughs> like, watching a fight, and, like, he, he cares more about boxing than, like, hanging out with Carrie. And I'm like, boxing is not interesting, it doesn't do anything, like, you're literally just like it's like a chicken fight like you're literally just watching <laughs> two animals like try to kill each other like i don't get why yeah, that's entertaining it's not for me if anybody can explain boxing to me please email us <laughs> tweet at us tweet at 
don't um, get it. <laughs> so Billy is late to boxing. He doesn't actually box. He just spends the entire boxing lesson mouthing off. Um, <laughs> there's lots of disparaging comments made about Maggie Thatcher. I personally think we need to just adopt the outright disrespect the British have for government officials Same. into our regular lives we're far too reverential of public service in my opinion i fully agree i don't understand why we like the whole point of being a public servant is you work for me so if i want to disrespect you the only time you're allowed allowed to be mean as a boss (laughs) exactly it's like just because i voted you in office doesn't mean that i have to respect your ass you have to continue to like appease my exactly vote. you have to uh, um, you and and, and and this is the thing this is the thing <laughs> this is the thing you work for the people not That's right. for the corporations <laughs> you hear that no Maggie? i agree it's just it makes me laugh because they're so like just out and out two songs in are so shitty about maggie thatcher oh, which, yeah. and like obviously for for good 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 reason she's she obviously earned it. So. but i think we need to just like adopt that vibe yeah. a little more into our life um have written calling children various terms for vagina is insane which is true yes. um so anyway billy has to stay behind the boxing teachers like take these keys to miss wilkinson um and he stays after and is then thrust into a dance class and he's like wait hold on this is I love such this. a good bit <laughs> like it is so funny to just like stumble into a dance class because like your boxing teacher fucking hates you like i love is- i love stumble into a dance class and the dance teacher just being like just do what everyone else is right doing. like he doesn't he's not like why are you here what Okay, we have to talk about Miss Wilkinson because she is icon an star, icon love of my life. To the stars. She's wearing a set of leg warmers in every scene, and she's rocking it. That is correct. She wears a set of leg warmers, and she always has like one of those like really droopy like knit cardigans that they yes. could like wear like across. Like it doesn't. It does a go around their shoulders, but it constantly like falls off the shoulder. So then they're just like well, they're very thin in, like, shoulders. <laughs> like that's exact. That's her vibe. I also feel like very thin, small, womanly yes. shoulders that things just slide right off. Yes, of. she also. I have always gotten this vibe of her from her of a kinder, more motherly Miss Hannigan. If that tracks yes. at oh, all, very that. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Okay, I'm glad that I'm not the only one that feels Kinder that way. Kinder in the sense that she doesn't actively want to murder the orphans. Right, but she's, she's still, like, care yelling at them. <laughs> Literally just her being like, it doesn't matter if you're ugly and you, like, have stumpy legs. Yeah. You just have to pretend that you're beautiful and it will and work. it will work, baby. <laughs> but she's also, like, she's also, like, as every time, like, you listen to the chatter in the song, whenever mm, she's saying so something, good. she's, like, actively abusing a child. <laughs> Yeah, she is. That's what I'm saying. Like, all of these adults are so, like, absolutely heinous oh, yeah. to these children. I love it's obs- it. It's, uh, like, amazing. I have to recommend, once again, this film stage version, if only to see, like, the absolute psychotic little girl dancers that they have cast yes. for this role. Like, these girls are giving it 400%. None of them have lines. Yeah. They're just like shooting looks and kick, like doing second position plies that are unhinged. I love them. 
They're so good. Shine is so good. Yes. I Shine is a really good number. Yeah. The their kicking and their points is just so it's so good. Like yeah. I love it. Um, Shine is just basically our introduction to Miss Wilkinson mm-hmm. and um her saying <laughs> does it matter if you're horrible, um, a horrible goblin, all you have to do is like shake this feather fan right. and you'll be fine. <laughs> um obviously this is like Billy meeting Miss Wilkinson. Yeah, it also introduces us to Mr. Braithwaite, who's the piano player. And he is... Connor, he's so good in this show. Connor, I'll buy it for you. You gotta watch this I will be watching it. He's so good. Mr. Braithwaite is a fucking icon. I love him so much. He's so fucking funny. Uh, And he doesn't really have that much... It's mostly just like the very slapsticky, very broad comedy that he does. He doesn't have many lines. He doesn't even like interact with any character until like born to boogie i think yeah and then that, that's it but he's so he fucking like so one lines in the background he's so right. good it's hilarious it's amazing so then she's like why don't you come back next week basically if you hate boxing so much just come take my dance class like right you've got good turnout um which is an incredible compliment and yeah. he's like what and i'm like all right come on man um so you can turn them like, hips yeah, baby it might be fun who knows uh and so then he decides you know maybe i'll try it right um he goes home so that uh his in- incredible icon insane grandmother can sing him a song uh about how her husband was abusive to her and she hated him her whole life <laughs> the only thing good she would do if she could redo her whole life is not marry (laughs) absolutely it's very fun um oh man she pops off in this number she's like he was a bastard and i hated him but oh the dancing (laughs) but i do love to dance dance. (laughs) like grandma (laughs) i fuck with you all right that's true it's so like oh i just i'm gonna have to look up the lyrics because they're so good and sad but the vibe of the song is so upbeat that you can't right. get she doesn't like, she, she's not like saying like oh my life was terrible she's like say, she's right. saying those in terms of the words but she's not like wallowing in the in the pity or anything like that No, she's just like it's kind of shitty but whatever we're gonna whatever do. he sucks but now i'm here and i'm living life and i'm the best grandma on the planet <laughs> But if he could, but if I could do it all over again, I wouldn't fucking do it, which is so good. Um, I don't know. Like, it ends with her just being like, honestly, the song is just do what you want because life's short and you don't want to end up with regrets. Right. But it's said so, again, so like upbeat, up tempo, cheerily. Yeah. And she's just like, yeah, if I could redo it, I would fucking dance and then billy's like yeah yeah i should dance too and we're all like yes billy dance yes go (laughs) off billy so now we entered like maybe my favorite number of the show i don't know i have so many i'm probably gonna do this several more times no i love solidarity is so good i love this number i used to so um billy elliott was one of the uh uh, like cds that i had in my car Mm -hmm. um when mm-hmm. I was in like high school. So I just like listened to this whenever I'd have to like make long drives or something like that. And Solidarity was always the first number. It's so good. <laughs> it's such I a good number. 
So the entire it's a combination of minors versus police, like on the picket line <laughs> uh, fights, those those sorts of things. And then also Billy going to dance class. So it's kind of like a jump through time of like this is what's what he's walking past every day. This is the culture that they're living in. And then, of course, the minors come and uh like they're doing they're singing solidarity but they're being partners to the girls in the dance class like picking them up and like spinning them around it's so cute because they're all just like telling people to fuck off and then like on their tiptoes like solidarity solidarity it's really good it's 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 a really it's a really great juxtaposition of like the the violence of the strike that happened with this like the like childishness and the like the grace of the ballet and all that mm-hmm. it's really really it's a really excellent way to do it yes. and I, this is a really i wanted to jump into the, a little bit more about the music yeah. i feel like there's not that many songs in this show but the songs that they are they use are so um they they tend to be a little bit longer yes. because there's not that many um and they're used in such a very specific way um, and yeah. like this one is, uh, it's specifically, it's not necessarily moving the plot forward, but it's like giving you the mood and the, um, yeah, it's kind of jumping through time too. Yeah. It's like, essentially. And it believe that Billy has been taking lessons for a while. Like, right. Yeah. It's, it's working on both of those levels for sure. Um, exactly. Which I think is a really interesting way to use music in a musical the- in musical theater as opposed to it just being like um uh like your classic like I have so many emotions I have to sing out right now exactly. or like your can or not your Kendrick um yeah the or like your like cabaret yeah. like aspect where you're like commenting on the action of the show. It's something a little that a little different that I think is really interesting and um once again Elton John pop off. Angel icon um, star 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 yeah there's a lot of the songs are longer mm-hmm. and there are there are fewer songs but they're also a um, more instrumental i would say I, I than agree. a lot of broadway songs because there are a lot of dance breaks yeah this it's a very dance heavy show or things are moving or it's a very um interactive set and i had forgotten some of that but i sure. yeah it's just really it's a beautiful i, I just love this show so much it's a, um, it's so good <laughs> She, one of the te- the teacher's quotes is uh, when she's like having the girls do progressions across the floor. She says, marching forward to socialism. And I fully cackled and was like, I should be a teacher. Yeah, you should be. Um, <laughs> I should teach dance again. It's fun. Uh, then they decide to do pirouettes. Uh, another teacher quote, pirouettes, God help, God help us, us, which is accurate um she does an excellent job teaching periods yeah. which is find a spot on the wall it's the first thing your eyes see and the last thing your eyes see before your head whips around she's she's such a good teacher yeah she is um and then accurate dis- depiction of all the girls just fully like screaming in a circle yeah um like spinning around in a circle and screaming um She's like, okay, let's not do pirouettes. Let's do a turn. Like, let's do some chenets. Right. And you know, bitch, I live for a good turn song. Oh, I love love chenet across the floor. I love it. I specifically, (laughs) once a week before all, before core, I was going to 
like turn classes every week, baby. Oh, That's my life. I love it. The I truly like watched the show, wept for an hour, and then was like, as soon as core's over, I'm gonna take a dance yeah. class. Like I miss it so much. Um, also, so so they're doing like different dance things, right? Billy yeah. is like struggling to like keep up and figure out what he's doing and where it's going. Um, along with all of the interaction between the men and the police and all of this. Um, but they're doing arabesques and <laughs> just like this kid acting like he can't dance and then doing just fully a perfect arabesque <laughs> is a hate crime to me. <laughs> oh, I'm falling. And then he just fully is like a beautiful smile. Of course. Like, I'll kill you. <laughs> you bitch. I can see that Royal Ballet School training. <laughs> uh, just seven fuetes into a triple into a perfect landing. Like, I love this child. <laughs> Amazing. I love him. He's this like, is so also, talented. Yes. And uh, this is also the song where um, we have my favorite line in the show, where it's the the little girls doing the solidarity, solidarity, solidarity forever. Yes. We're proud to be working class. And that's yes, my favorite line in the show. Working class. <laughs> solidarity forever. <laughs> it's so it's good. It's so good. And, and they're just this doing is also like, when we get um, a little <laughs> bit more. Yes, but we raise. This is also when we get a little bit more of like Miss Wilkinson and Billy. Um, their yeah. relationship starts to blossom a little bit more in this song. Yes. Yeah, you can see um, that he does have talent. She's seeing that he has talent, and it's becoming like a, this should be nurtured. Yeah. she is. To be clear, she is a mom. One of the girls she teaches, Debbie, is her child. Right. Um, so it's not like she's childless, which is a weird vibe. But right. She like loves Billy so much, I feel bad for Debbie sometimes. I know, yeah. Because, well, I, I also feel like... She just like automatically assumes the mother role, um, but yeah. is it? It's interesting because like Billy's mom is a character that he interacts with, talks yes. to, but it's very clear. Yeah, he he talks to her within like the first couple minutes of the musical, and then it's very clear that she's not really there, right? That he's talking to a ghost, um, but she is a character that appears on stage, yeah. which is wild. Um, the next song after Solidarity, it's a long one, but it's good. Yeah, it's like nine um, minutes long, but it, it fucking bangs. It slaps. Um, then we move on to Expressing Yourself, which is truly a song that Elton John wrote when he was nine and trying on his mom's clothing for sure. Fully. <laughs> this song is the faggotry that we deserve, need, that is correct. and earned. <laughs> Correct. I deserve need and deserve earned. need and earned. Thank you. Put that on the record. Um, <laughs> I love this song so much. Michael is such a funny fucking character. The entire bit is that. So everyone's like, Billy, are you a like, are you a faggot loving ballet? <laughs> exactly. And then he like walks into his best friend's house and is like, Michael, what are you up to? And Michael's fully in his sister, like getting yeah. his gig in sister drag, digging through his mom's closet. He's like, are you're wearing your mom's clothes? He's like, yes. So <laughs> he's like, what about what the it? Fuck is your problem, Billy? Like everyone does it. And then he's makes some comment like, my dad does it all the time, which is very funny. That's very funny. Um, but also Michael just being like, hey, are you gay, Billy? <laughs> like, because you love the ballet so right. much. <laughs> and this is I like Michael. He's so funny. He's so, he is like very much comedic relief in the show. Mm -hmm. But I feel like his sexuality isn't the comedic relief. No, I don't think so either. I think it's really sweet, and I yeah. think it's true really sweetly yes um i never feel like 
when when Michael asks Billy if he's a puff, <laughs> a poof, a poof. I never think that he's asking in like a shitty way. No. It doesn't ever feel like he's like trying to interrogate him. He's just like casually like, yeah. what's the weather? So are you gay or what? Like, what's the deal? What's the, what's the vibe? What's the weather? Do you love dick? <laughs> put it on put it on my tombstone. <laughs> there you go. That's gonna be that's gonna be on a t-shirt that we sell. How's the weather? Yeah. Do you like what's, dick? what's the weather? You like dick? Um, um these this number is incredible. Oh, There's an so extended tap sequence that is Unfucking believable. I wrote in all caps. Respect these boys and their tap ability. They are yes. angels. They can it's unbelievable. do no wrong. They are. They so tap together. Well, like talented. There's literal. There's nothing underneath supporting them rhythmically, and they're just tapping out the rhythms in sync together. It's stomp insane. wishes. <laughs> like yeah, witches. like you would you would expect billy to be that that this talent but like to have the other little boy there too like come on that's just unbelievable number one insulting number two amazing <laughs> amazing amazing you can't um, go wrong and then giant dresses come out and tap with them so stupid i love it uh yes i forgot about the giant dresses yes the giant dresses that are just like dancing around with them. The level it's of so production good. I love. Who among us, and please do tweet at us if do you uh, made up dances like this with your friends and insisted on this level of commitment every time you performed them when you yeah, were together. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I mean, I right? did. Not tap dances. I would never <laughs> make my friends tap dance, but I we had routines. Oh, fully. That's what TikTok dances are now. Everyone's just like trying to get the same in your friend's basement vibe. Exactly. Trying to get your Dixie Chicks dance exactly. 100%. Like <laughs> Dixie Chicks, yes. Oh my God. Um, your Bewitched C'est La Vie music video needs to be exactly correct. Otherwise, <gasps> what is the point of any of this? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's a good song. That, that entire song. sentence was a period piece. <laughs> oh my god. Producer Mitch, make us a drop with Salem. Please. <laughs> <laughs> <But> you will. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so good. Those boys are so They're so talented. They're so talented. <laughs> They're so sweaty. Uh, you, Little 12-year-old stinkers. If you, like, if you don't want to watch the show, if you're not interested in labor politics, number one, why you're listening to this podcast, number two, um, just watch this. It's a premier podcast about labor politics. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Um, but, like, just, just, like, Google this number. It's such, so, so much talent in these young, yeah, young it's men. Joyous. And it's such a, and this is, like, really the number where, we, uh, like they play with the gender roles and the gender expectations mm-hmm. and like the gender politics of it all. And like we said, the, like the sexuality isn't treated as a joke. It's very no, lovingly so. done. And what else could you expect from Elton John? Elton, Sir Elton Sir John. Elton John. Uh, yeah. Not every musical has this, but it is certainly the born this way. of <laughs> Billy Elliot. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And it is the fireworks yeah. of Billy. And that's yeah. another thing about this show is that it really does speak to like um, individuality and like being yourself um, right. while also uh, speaking to being yourself within a community of people and be- having each other's backs and that sort of thing. 
This is a queer ass show, y'all. It is. It really, it really, really is. Okay. Um. So now we've arrived no. at. I can't do it. The letter I'm not song. Strong enough. I have one note, which is the letter song has me fully devastated. I sent Connor a, a crying snap. I was like couldn't start the minute i'm not shitting you like connor the minute the music took starts the letter out of his bag <laughs> that's all on stage he just was like had it in his hand and i was like oh my god we're gonna have to read it <laughs> the minute the, so i i didn't watch the i didn't watch the stage adaptation to prepare i was because i had to work yesterday and i just got busy so then i just listened to the music and um i the minute the first note of the song came on I only I also only have one note and all it is is oh no. <laughs> oh no. And then oh, no. I fully also proceeded what? to cry and weep and sent Meryl a snap of me sobbing. Oh. oh what got me really good was uh she he's like digging around. Okay, so the entire exercise is um, they're doing private lessons because what's happened off stage prior to this mm-hmm. is um, Billy has been found out that he's going to dance lessons instead of going to boxing lessons. Right. And his dad is really mad. His brother is like, absolutely fucking not. Not on my watch. Right. The, do you have any fucking idea what we're fighting for? What we've been going through? You don't get to be a dancer just because like you don't get to have a life of luxury we're fucking fighting for our lives and our right. existence out here. Um, this brother is has feelings. Um, Capital S feelings. Fair. There's a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot of, a lot of shit going on. Um, Absolutely. And so, and so, Mrs. Wilkinson has offered to tutor Billy privately, like mm-hmm. with private secret lessons. Um, and so then she asks Billy to bring something that's personal to him that means a lot to him. Um, so that they can do, you know, actor trauma so that he can be a better dancer. Right. Um, <laughs> and the trauma is uh, his mom was dying, knew she was dying and wrote him a letter to be opened on his 18th birthday. He's like jumped the gun a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just a bit. I'm getting chills literally just talking about it. I know. It's so sad. Uh, and then it's like I can't because I fully will cry. So I'm going to try and speed through of this. Course. It's basically just like uh, it's your 18th birthday. I hope I'm like. Just a memory or like by this time I'm a distant memory and just know that I'll have missed like all the stuff we didn't ever get to do together. And I'm always proud of you. Okay, I did it. You did it. You made Um, it. It is so sad. And Miss Wilkinson reads it. But then the mom character comes in on top and sings with her and um, love you forever will emotionally wreck me for the rest of my life. Fully, fully. Gonna say on that. Um, Also, I think. (laughs) Oh, I also wrote down. This is just a four-minute sob fest. Um, Oh, I also think that um, one of the things that hits me the most in this number is the very Mm -hmm. end when Miss Wilkinson said she must have been a very special woman, and he goes, "No, she was just my mom. She was just my mom. Just my mom." It's such a good laugh. Like the humor is so good um, so while you're being fully well. ripped out. <laughs> right. It's, and it's also sweet. And like some for him saying like, she's just my mom. Like she's just right. this woman that I didn't really have in my life. Um, but she's such an important figure in my life. Like that makes me weep even more. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. Oh, it's so sad. Um, so sad. Uh, um, oh my God. So then he, a lot happens between Letter Song and Anger Dance, yeah. which is um, he gets an audition to... Uh, go out for the royal ballet school um 
and he's going to secretly do it. Right. And Miss Wilkinson's going to take him. There's a whole thing in the morning where uh, there's like another a lot fight. of shit's going on with the strike. Yeah, there's a fight. Everything's happening, and uh, he gets essentially he's late. Miss Wilkinson comes in and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And the brother fully puts his foot down and is like, "He's not gonna fucking dance. That's it's not happening." Yeah, um, which then leads to the angry dance. Um, Which is just Billy popping off for a full like. Elton was like, "Damn, I have been carrying some weight writing songs for these people. Let's take a break and call it a tap tantrum." Right, I've been writing (laughs) lyrics and I am exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just have an instrumental (laughs) where most of the sound comes from Billy tapping for a full, for a full. It's like five minutes. Yeah, it's like five or six. Yeah, the song and, says it's only three fifty, but that it, it he taps for a long time. And they also have like it's really interesting because they have don't they have like riot police on they stage do, with them? Yeah, with their and so like, it, it like just it, yeah it like is it once again another one of those juxtapositions that they do so much with the show of like the personal right. emotional level yeah. on top of like the what's go- happening in the community being mad at your family for not letting you do something and being mad at the f- societal forces that are forcing your family to behave in the way that they're behaving it's just like it's so right. much and he's so he's just a he's angry dancing he's um, angry dancing incredible tap work and that's the act ender mm. oh i forgot to mention we were born to boogie which takes place between the letter song and the angry dance but that's just um miss wilkinson and mr braithwaite and billy like oh yeah tapping dancing uh, again a, yeah. an incredible tap number an incredible an incredible number and it's them like coming up with his audition number for the show basically yeah yeah i'm trying to think the the duet with the ballet dancer does that happen in the first act or the second act that's in the second act okay that's what i thought yeah he they're just doing like a tap number born to boogie it's like um they're teaching him to just like chill out relax um, but it's a fun yeah. and a cute, like, physical number. Mr. Braithwaite fucking tears it up. Then, obviously, angry dance, and it's, oh, boy. Yes. Um, it's tough. That's the act break. So yeah. let's take a break. Yeah. And uh, we will be right back. should get some comeback music the audience doesn't have to hear it but i think we should connor and i should get some secret comeback so that music. we can stop having these like yeah. passive aggressive like <laughs> attacks by producer Mitch. that way yeah i want like a five minute uh light flick you know like come back from the bathroom intermissions almost over um yeah. instead of okay talk now <laughs> which is what producer mitch <laughs> provides us um <clears throat> this is not relevant to anyone who is not visually seen like the show but um mm-hmm. billy elliot is so sweaty by the end of angry dance like yes. truly dripping that i just imagine he went backstage and immediately like a little kid just like horse gulped a gallon <laughs> of gatorade like his tongue like his lips turn red and they have to like scrub right. him to, to get the gatorade off like i just worry so much he's dancing so hard like expressing yourself into born to boogie into angry dance like 
This yeah. child needs a break. There's a reason, not only because of child labor laws, but there's a reason that this is this role is played by four different actors four in different every single villains. show. Yeah, because it's a, it is a lot to ask of uh-huh. anyone, um, Absolutely. much less a child. <laughs> we come back from the act break with. Okay, no, I said solidarity was my favorite song, but this is a okay, close but this one is actually, This is my second act. Very this is my good. favorite act two song. I lied. Not, oh, I love act two, but after Merry Christmas, Maggie Thatcher, I fully just cried. So yeah, let's totally. get into the fun jam song. <laughs> Merry Christmas, two. Maggie Thatcher. Merry Christmas, Maggie Thatcher. Uh, may God's health be with you. We all <laughs> sing together with one breath. Merry Ooh. Christmas, Maggie Thatcher. We all celebrate the day because it's one clo- one day closer to your death again let us adopt <laughs> this sort of behavior towards our elected officials uh, truly um, honestly it's so good making an entire play about how much you hate maggie thatcher those damn james calligan pals hate women and that's a funny joke if you look up james calligan who <laughs> maggie thatcher did defeat in her election <laughs> that is correct uh i just imagine someone like watching like, let's imagine Hillary was president and someone put on a play that was like, she sucks. <laughs> Everyone yeah. would be like, wow, hate women much? Like, what if she just sucks? Because she right. does. Some, um, like, <clears throat> that is the whole thing with the feminist movement. Women can suck, too. <laughs> that's what, That's why we march. Um, that's why we march, baby. <laughs> yeah. I just, like, I just love the vibe. Uh, I would love to see Merry Christmas, Maggie Thatcher, but with today's discourse. And by would love to see, I mean, I'll kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I can just see, like, a blue check on Twitter being like, um, this song is hateful toward women. Maggie Thatcher was a hashtag girl boss. And I would fully jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> this is like when, I think a few weeks ago, uh, when Chris Evans was announced that he was going to be playing uh, the dentist in Little Shop of Horrors. I think it was Chris Evans. It was a white Chris. I don't remember. White Chris. That could be anybody. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't know. That's that's how my brain works. But um, I just like had this, that's so Raven flash forward of uh, like life on Twitter where people are like, Okay, but the dentist is low-key abusive, but I guess y'all aren't ready for that conversation <laughs> where I just have to, like, suffer through people who've never heard of Little Shop of Horrors be like, um, actually, it's not gold to want Chris Evans to punch you in the face. That's abuse, <laughs> actually. Ugh, um, I'm so tired. Like, I'm so I know. tired. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, it's, like, awful. Um, But I can fully see that discourse happening around this number. And it will happen around that show as well. <laughs> it will happen. I, it will. Mark my it words, will. Twitter. I will find the tweet. I will bookmark it so that when it happens, I can side by side it. And you all and we will. can be like, wow, profit. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then that's when and then I'll we die. become famous. And then I and ascend then... into heaven and fully <laughs> yes. just die. That's, that's Meryl Kay's ascension. That's right. <laughs> just... <laughs> just... <laughs> I go full giant smooth brain and just yes galaxy um, brain just right there disappear into the ether. Um, oh God! Yeah, Ma- Merry Christmas, Maggie Thatcher is just an entire play put on by the community about what a fucking cunt Maggie Thatcher is, and they're just like, God damn, we hope you die soon, and I love that. 
I do love that. I know I said that we're proud to be working class was my favorite line, but I honestly think we all celebrate the day because it's one, one day, day closer to your death. death is such a good is read. probably my favorite honestly, line of the show. Honestly, reworking this song, but for Henry Kissinger is what I'm doing in quarantine. Yeah, amen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you. Thank you. Um, yeah. I think there's a line where they call her just a Tory swine. It's so good. They're so mean. I love it. Yeah. Honestly, like I was uh, at the beginning of um, March, I was like thinking to myself, I was like, I think this is what, this is going to be the thing that makes me break out of the shell of like not being an asshole on social yeah, media. No, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Like, these people have full puppets with giant witch hands, but y'all are mad about a snake emoji. Okay, go right. off. Like, <laughs> 1,000%. <laughs> oh, okay, sis. okay, okay. Um, all right, now we're just going to move into, I got to be honest, y'all, the rest of my notes are just about how much I'm crying. <laughs> so, like, buckle the fuck up. Oh, also, I did want to say that um, Perfect with Merry Christmas, Maggie Thatcher, um, Elton John said workers' rights. (laughs) Elton John says workers' rights. That's correct. Elton John to me is, and I can't explain this beyond how what I'm going to say next. Okay. Elton John is for me the British Danny DeVito. I can't elaborate any more than that. Interesting. I just want you to know that they light up the same areas of my brain. Okay. It's a medical so, mystery. So this is this is very interesting because like their energies are sort of similar. Right? They're both kind of like tiny weirdos yeah. that you just like love to look at. Yes. Tiny yeah. intense weirdo. I don't know. Yeah. For for me, it's just like same person. <laughs> I do get that. Yeah, I do get thank that. You. I would love to see uh Danny DeVito in a platform heel and a cape, just for a comparison. <laughs> I was just gonna say that uh Elton John is Danny DeVito in a wig, but <laughs> A wig and a five-inch heel, I'm saying. Yeah, you love, and honestly, you do love to see that. I love to see that. Uh, So. These girls on Drag Race could never. (laughs) They wish. Can't touch it. They wish. Where's my celebrity Drag Race where Elton John makes over Danny DeVito? That's the kind of content I'm looking for. (laughs) Put that man in an outfit. (laughs) RuPaul Charles, step aside. (laughs) I am ready. I'm ready to produce content. Um, Please. Okay, so <laughs> next we go into Deep Into the Ground, which is yeah. right after the Christmas play. Um, oh, this song is so sad. Billy's drunk dad does a Deep Into the Ground, which is not a real folk song. No. Elton John fully wrote this folk song and said, yes, this sounds like a real fucking folk song. I yeah, and it does. It, it busts And also so we, love, we love a composer who gives a baritone a good number. <laughs> and we say thank you for that. And we say thank you to that <laughs> because um, honestly, fuck all these modern composers who only care about tenors. <laughs> like, go fuck yourself. We put our hands together and we do a tiny actor bow to the audience. Thank you so that much. That is correct. Thank you so thank much, you so much. <laughs> Thank you. For recognizing a baritone. <laughs> Um, and then the dad, he's like, I'm going to sing this because it was my Sarah's favorite, like his what his dead wife's favorite song. Right. Um, then gets to the end. He can't finish it. And then Billy sings for him. And it's just, oh, it makes me cry. Um, <laughs> so sweet. And then, you know, everyone kind of leaves. 
the hall. His dad goes home. Um, there's a really sweet scene between Michael and Billy here where Michael kisses Billy on the cheek. Yeah. Um, it's really sweet. And there's no like revulsion. It's not really addressed. No. It's just kind of like, <coughs> Merry Christmas, Billy. Um, and then Billy dances, um, turns on the radio and decides to do. Uh, this is the duet with the. With the ballet dancer. Oh, yeah. I remember what happened right before this. So um, Billy gives Michael a tutu for yeah. Christmas. Um, and he tries it on, tries to get Billy to dance. It's very funny. Like little levity after getting fucked up by deep into the ground. <laughs> and then um, he's like, thanks, you know, for the gift. Gives him a little smooch and then leaves. Billy turns on the radio to practice uh, just to dance and does this full ballet scene, which is so incredible. Oh my god! It's I don't gorgeous. think you have to be a dancer to appreciate it, but it doesn't fucking hurt to appreciate it from a technical standpoint. It's yeah. beautiful. It's uh like Billy Elliot and um a male ballet dancer dancing in tandem. Right. It's and it's supposed to be like Billy's older self. Yeah. He's imagining himself as, as the a professional dancer, dancer that he wishes he could be. Yeah, and it's and it's a fucking. Um, amazing number it's there's absolutely no singing it's just the two of them doing it's so good and then uh it's basically like the dad walks in on him dancing and is like holy shit he's really talented um or like i don't even know that it's he's talented i think it is a little bit that but i think it's more just like the passion and love that billy has for it like watching someone who's dedicated you know that's kind of the whole thing that people love about sports right like watching someone who's dedicated their life to perfecting their craft and then do it and like execute it flawlessly is just so such a cool thing to see especially for me and i think for you as well on a dance level it's just so individual and incredible so it obviously moves his dad and he's like the dad's like okay he's He's so good. I have to get him. Like, I can't hold him back anymore. And he could have a better life than right. the life I can give him. Than being a coal miner. Being a coal miner. Um, and this sort of sort of leads us into he could be a star. But basically, the dad decides to scab um, and go back to work. And yeah. the son's on the picket line and sees the older son. Sorry, Billy's older brother, Tony sees the dad going to scab and like jumps the fence and is like physically wrestling his father to keep him from going back to the mines um he's like this is literally every value you've ever taught us this is the only things you've ever told us to that we're worth standing and fighting for like you can't do this um it's basically just a back and forth between the dad being like, no, he deserves like Billy deserves better than this. This isn't going to last like this. This doesn't end well for us. Like the best he can do if we win is be a coal miner. And he's so much more right. talented um, and essentially becomes the community saying like singing with him and coming together and like raising money because obviously right. it's expensive. Like at that point, the dad has gone to Miss Wilkinson and said like, okay, what's the cost for the audition? She's like, Oh, it's only right. $5,000 a year. And he's like, for two, like I can't afford that for tuition. You know, that's right. bringing up a whole other thing for him. And he decides to, you know, the community decides to reach out and help. Um, there's, and they, yeah, they like raise money like through the, and this is, this is like such, it goes back to that whole like, individuality but also within that community mindset Mm -hmm. um because the dad like i think um 
Tony at one point during the argument says, it's not about the individual. It's about all yeah, of it's us. About it's about what we're doing, what we're fighting yeah. for. And it's the dad is like, us. like you, like you said, um, uh, the dad is like, yeah, but he could have a better life. So then I think Tony is the impetus of like, he like reaches out to the community and they are like, okay, everybody chip in. Yeah. If we're going to like support all of us, then let's also let's do this Billy too. In, with the community mindset. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting push. Layers once again. Yeah. I think it's interesting watching it now because I'm sure when I was 18, I saw it as Tony being unreasonable um right. and like just let the dad like fight for billy and then now obviously with a little perspective it's like that's a hard call right that's the whole point of a strike that's the whole not that's the whole point but um the idea that people have about breaking strikes is yeah it does come down to a feed your family kind of moment like at what point are yeah, you going to be desperate enough to go back to work it's the same shit we're dealing with now, not to get into core content. I know we're keeping it kind of light, yeah, of course. but just like, yeah, they want you to go back to work, but they're going to make sure you're desperate enough. You're going to have to have paid two months of rent with right. no job and no unemployment coming in because the site is fucked beyond belief and your Trump bucks right. didn't come. Like, yeah, of course you're going to be desperate to go back to work. Like you have to feed, you have to feed your family, you know? So Absolutely. it's the same idea there. Um, with a coal miner strike. Yeah, I mean this show, like this, the like this whole. I was I wrote that I that this is very much um, of the moment right now. Yeah. Uh, because of all these things, and like you do get a little bit of money paid out through the union when you're on strike, but it's it's not normally a, like a ton. Right? That's what a strike fund is, and it's not a lot. It's the idea is obviously keep all of your members housed and fed. But, right. you know, it's yeah, it's a different it's it's different than what you're used to getting paid every week. It's the same idea. Absolutely. As, um, and that's why famously well, there was a strike earlier during somehow still this Democratic primary um, yeah. where Pete Buttigieg was like talking with one of the strikers was like, yeah. And how much money do you have left in your strike fund? And everyone was like, why on God's green earth would he tell you that? Like. Right. If the people know how much is left in the strike fund and they could just game out how long that'll last you. Like the whole point. Exactly. <laughs> it was so wild. But yeah, there's a lot of politics of striking. But yeah, a strike fund is is key. But at this point, the strike's been going on for for at I least think a they year, say, right? Um, no, because it didn't uh they said for at least six months. He's like, What oh, have we been right. doing for the last um actually, you know what? His brother might say we've been doing this for a year. Um, yeah. at one point around like it's definitely in the second half but yeah i mean they've been doing it for at least six months possibly yeah. a year like don't that is don't a long give it time up, to be on strike to be out of work to be trying to live off of you know the 50p that you're you get from teaching boxing lessons it's just right yeah it's hard um and everyone's trying to support each other but this is a big ask of anyone in the community five thousand dollars is a lot yeah absolutely um but the dad loves Billy so much. Community. He's crying <laughs> so hard to be a good dad. <laughs> He's crying so much and then I'm crying. So they decide to go. To, oh, then what I really like, Um, a scab comes in. So they're short on the money, right? Right. A scab comes in with just a stack full of money, probably like a week's worth of wages and gives it to the gives it to Billy. And he's like, here, just take it. Um, And Tony's like, obviously, 
we don't take dirty money here. We don't accept money right. from scabs. And the scab just walks away, like throws like Tony throws the money on the floor and the scab doesn't pick it up. He just leaves. Um, and Billy picks it up and he's like, can we please use it? I don't know. It's just an interesting dynamic of yeah. like everyone's just trying to feed their family. Um, right. Obviously, support workers don't scab. But there, it, it reading about the strike, it was interesting, like. There were lots of people that were of the union that were in the union that went back to work late in late in the strike because yeah. they didn't have an option. Like they they didn't have a way to feed their families. Yeah. And those people were looked at much differently than people who had um, scabbed earlier. Police had to like bust them in and protect them because the the people on the picket line were so riotous about it, obviously, like interesting the violence the level of violence that is implied um i think is really well done it doesn't feel over dramatic it still builds the tension without being like graphic absolutely appreciate that um so billy has his audition um and then at the thinks he fucks it up and then at the end of the audition they (sighs) ask him what does it feel like when you dance so good um which leads us to electricity electricity um (laughs) and it's it's just a really sweet number of him trying to like describe his passion Mm -hmm. and the way that his body feels when he is dancing and moving and it's so good it's such a it's so poetic yeah and um it really speaks to like the lyrical um uh quality of the show and the feeling and it's oh, it's just so it's such a good number, and he, I think he does another dance break as well, doesn't he? Um, not really, not so much a dance. He does a dance number right before electricity, right? Um, and then right after electricity, he dances again. Um, oh sure, like still to the music of electricity, but he's not singing and dancing. He's just dancing. Yeah. Uh, but electricity is played. It is very sweet and like works, but it's also played a little comedically where mm-hmm. he'll say like the first verse and then he turns around like he's going to walk away with his dad and then he turns right back around and like comes back and like has more to say. Um, yeah. It's really light. Like you can't hear it in the song. I don't think as much, but it is it. It's a nice like counterbalance to the heaviness that yeah. has been obviously a lot is writing on this, whatever. Did they do the bit in the London class in the London show that you did where like, don't they ask him at one point, like, do you have any more questions for us? And then they, him and his dad do like an aside yes. for like two minutes and then yeah. they just turn he to the audience for, and go, like a full 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And then his dad goes, no, no. <laughs> funny like of the many things in this show like that is something that has always stuck out in my mind the humor is really good throughout such a good comedic moment yeah i know we keep talking about how much we cry but truly the like this is why i say watch it because the interstitials the book is really good lee hall shout out the book is really deserves a shout out as much as elton john because it's really fun it's i just love it so much yeah um yeah, right. Like right at the end of Electricity, he does uh, several fuetes. Like, oh, yeah. This kid, this kid should be Mr. Mistopheles. Yeah, 100%. Big Mistopheles energy. Not that dingy that was playing it in the movie. <laughs> Get him out of here. Couldn't do a fuete to save his goddamn life. And that <clears throat> is discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then at the end of all of that, the uh, Electricity bit, whatever, um, Billy runs off and the dad is like, that's my son and he's like kind of emotional and then um also the 
interviewers are god mic'd like they're not on stage yeah, you, never see just, them. you just hear them and as as the dad is walking off stage they're like oh mr elliot good luck with the strike um but played very serious not right. played like sarcastically or anything and i just uh, i started crying again i was just <laughs> like you know it's just one of those like it's a nice the moment of solidarity is yeah the community is bigger than it, i it can feel like it's just you fighting against obviously right. the government is a huge like beast and you can feel really alone and isolated and absolutely i think just that nice little line of like good luck with the strike is it just got me going all over again <laughs> and then a few weeks have passed everyone's asking uh billy if he's gotten like if he's gotten in yet if he's gotten accepted has he heard anything everyone's like no billy's like no i haven't heard stop asking me really hearkening back to uh college to, or of high course. school when you were applying to college and everyone was like so did you hear from like fuck off if that were the case i would lead this conversation with that right <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have been bothered with hello how are you i would have just said i got in <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then the letter comes, which is like, and everyone's holy shit. Uh, Tony's like, no, let Billy open it. The dad wants to open it. The grandma's like, listen, if we just slice it along the seam, he'll never, (laughs) we could steam it open. She's just like scheming to get into this letter. This grandma is an icon, an icon of mischievery. (laughs) Mischievery. Uh, and then, and then, uh. Billy gets home. He reads the letter. He tells them that he didn't get in, crumples up the letter, throws it in the trash. And the dad's like, oh, okay, that's all right. You know, like you tried. And then the brother pulls the letter out of the trash and is like, you fucking cunt. You (laughs) lied to us. Again, insisting on calling children. (laughs) Or you might call him a you little bastard. I don't know. It's so Uh, funny, though. He's like, you didn't get in. It's very funny. Just insulting children left and right. Yes. (laughs) Um... (laughs) And so then uh, he, I don't know why I wrote this brother is mad and it is hot, but I was like very into the brother being righteously angry, clearly. I love that. Uh, he goes to tell Miss Wilkinson, obviously, um, and it's clear from their conversation that he's known for a little bit and he's only, oh, so ki- there's kind of a time jump where it's now it's time for Billy to go to the Royal Ballet School. Like he gets right. in, there's like a little bit of a celebration. Oh, because right after they find out he gets in, they find out they're going back to work. That's why the brother gets right. The, stri- um, the strike is over. The strike is ended. The strike and is lost. ended and they, and they've lost and they have to go back to work. And the brother is like, there's going to be nothing for when you come back, like, there, there won't be a pit open. They'll close all the pits. Yeah. Like, we won't have a job. This village won't exist. Neither will the village next to us or the village after that. Like, we have been eradicated. Like, the brother is trying to be supportive of Billy and then at the same time coming to terms with what is essentially the end of um, his way of life. And it's right. not wrong. Like, no, no, uh, no. they eliminated, like, they had thousands of pits open. And then by the time I think 2015 rolled around, they have like six open. Like, yeah. slowly but surely. I mean, obviously, from the 80s to 2015 is a long time. But like, and obviously, we're trying to get away from coal. But right. there's a whole, there's a lot going on. Um, And the way that they did it was uh, not great. So the brother is c- dealing with. Um, what he knows is going to be essentially the end of the their way of life. Right. Which um, and then we get the song once we were kings. 
And it's just this really that it's like the the miners kind of wrestling with the fact that they're they're soon to like just lose their entire livelihoods. And yeah. it is so it's such a striking visual like moment I, in the yes. show. I wrote the mind descent effect is so cool. It's because so good. it's them singing about how we we were a community. We had this way of life. This was, um, we were a union. We were one voice together and we were strong and now that's going away. And they're, it's essentially them mourning their loss of life Mm -hmm. and their like loss of their livelihoods. And as they are singing this, they're all going into the pit essentially, Mm -hmm. like uh, uh, arguably for like the last few times. And you just see them, um, on stage, uh, standing in rows with the minor helmets on with the light. And the stage is basically just pitch black. Yeah. And it's just the minor helmet light. Like um, lowering. And then the as they're singing the song, they're standing on an elevator and they get lowered below the mm-hmm. stage. And it's just this, the voices echoing through the... Um, the the theater and it's such a visually and auditory stunning moment yeah it's and it's resting it's it, really beautiful it's very very beautiful and also like you fully feel like the emotional impact of what's mm-hmm. happened in the show in that moment it's such an amazing like that is something that has i have always has always stuck with me since seeing the show when i was in like middle school yeah it's really heavy um yeah. but it's so well done and like it's everyone saying goodbye to billy basically so this is billy leave getting ready to leave right he's just left the dance teacher who Mm -hmm. um told him to never come back she really tried to air bud him yeah get out of here there's nothing left for you (laughs) (laughs) just left him tapioca puddings like uh, in a trail out the door to the mine um yeah so then this is like kind of the last we see of um all the miners that we have like come to be really like enamored with over the course of the show goodbye to his dad goodbye to his brother and billy's kind of left alone on stage also uh there's like mine elevator noises that are played over the music so as the music fade fades out the mechanical noises um are brought up and it's just a really cool effect of like the echoing into nothingness and then it's just loud machinery taking over um billy's left alone on stage Michael comes out on his bike. Um, Oh, Billy, like in this stage version, and I'm trying to remember when I saw it on Broadway Mm -hmm. and on tour. I think this does happen. Billy comes off the stage and starts to walk up one of the aisles. In this case, it's the center aisle. Um, And then Michael rides his bike out on stage. And he's like, hello. Oh, wait. We skipped skipped the... the, What did we skip? The... Letter letter reprise. See, I didn't even put it in because that was so sad. (laughs) It was basically this is just a moment where um, Billy's uh, because we talked about how Billy's mom does sometimes appear on stage and he does talk to her. It's essentially um, him moving on like moving forward it's a symbolic moment of billy has written a reply to her letter i didn't even write about it that's how sad i was so you're gonna have to talk about it well i this is just i just (laughs) wanted to say that i completely forgot that this song even existed and then as it started playing i started crying again so i took a video of me crying and i sent it to meryl and i was like i forgot that there was a reprieve i forgot there was a reprieve But it's so just, good. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. It's, it's a very symbolic moment of him saying, I have, I, I no longer like need this security br- blanket. And the letter yeah. that he has written has said, um, 
I know you have always been with me. I I know you're proud of me. I hope that, um, or like, I know that you're proud of me and I've always been myself no matter what. Um, yeah. so it's essentially yeah. just like an echo of what the letter said at the beginning of the show. Um, and it's a, yes. it's a very sweet moment. Sobbed like nobody's fucking business. Cried Whoa, my, cried whole my whole life out. Yeah. He's like, okay, I'll see you later. And she's like, no, I don't yeah. think you will. And he's like, yeah, like realizing, oh, that's okay. I don't yeah. need this um, figment anymore. <laughs> it's truly devastating. So he gets ready to leave. Michael comes. He goes back on stage and just gives Michael yeah. a kiss on the cheek, which is an echo of Michael kissing him on the cheek and just says bye. I'm like, that's it. And then he runs off stage. And it's like the show ends with Michael on stage on his bike, which is yeah, cool, it's a very I nice think. Moment. Um, I like that we don't end on Billy. I like yeah. that Billy leaves. It's it's interesting to just keep the stage as like North right. Durham County. You know what I mean? Just like his village and he's right. walking it's like away it, it, it. It um, uh, holds mm-hmm. on to that community aspect that we've been so uh, like buried in in the Show. Yeah. Um, so then everyone comes back on stage for bows, the finale. Um, and I gotta say, I love it because there's a post applause dance number with the entire cast. Everyone's in a tap and shoe. It's amazing. Isn't everybody in a tutu as well? Yes, everyone yeah. is in a tutu, boys, gals alike. Um, the women characters are in like full like the mom yeah. is in a full tutu miss wilkinson's in full like swan lake drag um it's so it's, it's really really great really, really and they sit and i think they they do like a reprise of essentially express yourself yeah. expressing yourself yeah it's not called that but yeah it yeah. basically is um this particular stage version i watched was great because it brought back all the billies that have ever uh-huh. been billy and yeah, so after that big final dance number, all the Billies come back and they all get to dance and do flips and show off their cute That's little twinkles. That's so nice. And remember when they were Billies? It's oh my really God. cool. I'm going to have to watch um, this. I can't watch it today. Because you're going to have to watch too, it. No, you'll I'm, fully I'm too weep. emotionally <laughs> insecure at the moment, but eventually I will rewatch this. <laughs> I literally couldn't stop. Truly, from Merry Christmas, Maggie Thatcher being over on, I just was like in a constant state of on the brink of tears or full <laughs> oh, of course. crying Fully Fully crying. It. yeah it's so oh, it's, it's such a good show. it's I an amazing show. show it's really is um i guess we can do you want to go first this time meryl um i can go first yeah okay meryl man and share the show for I love us this, show. this might be top three for me oh uh, top three i think it might nice. be i just really really like it um there's not any songs that I feel like you can scrout. It's not like a singing show. No, not it really. Is a dancing show, which is my first love. Of course. Um, and it's hard to argue with that. Plus, obviously, writing about a topic that interests me mm-hmm. a lot. Great music. I just really, <laughs> I just love this show so much. I'm so glad that we did it and got to like really dive in without yeah. boring someone with all the context <laughs> um you guys can listen at 2x speed right. for the context um i don't know i just I, everyone go watch it it's so good <laughs> <laughs> i can't recommend it enough yeah uh i i love it uh connor man yeah i i mean honestly i do really love this show i would probably say top 10 um i i saw it when i was younger 
um, because a friend, like my oldest friend growing up, his name was also Connor, his cousin played Tony in one of the national tours. Cool. So when they came in through Chicago, we went and saw it. Um, And I remember seeing it with my mom and during the letter song sobbing and holding my mother's hand. (laughs) This show has like always been something that has been with me. Um, I love the music, even though it's not like a singer's musical, like you said, um, I still think Elton John did such an amazing job with the music and the way that he uses the music in the show. Um, And the story is just really, really touching. And I love the themes of it, not only the labor politics, but um, the idea of like identity and community and gender expectations and all of those things just melding into such a a brilliant show um, that... I mean, again, one such critical acclaim and is in all intents and purposes, not a deep cut, but no, but it feels, I don't know. I feel like I don't trust anyone to love it as much as I love it. And I'm really (laughs) glad that uh, we could, like you said, I'm really glad that we could talk about it today because I feel like I've I've needed something to think about that I love deeply. I um, forgot that we also stage doored this musical. Nice. And I got to um, meet the guy, the kid who was playing Billy Elliot and uh, just really remember how sweaty he was. And I was just like, (laughs) I felt so insane being like fully 18 years old, 17 years old and like looking at a 12 year old and being like, holy shit, you're so talented. (laughs) Oh my god! I mean, those kids are insanely talented dancers. Unbelievably like, good. They have more talent in their pinky them. finger than I have in my entire body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just damn. It's really good. It really um, is. And I think the original cast recording is the London cast. Yes, I believe that is correct. Uh, Connor, any plugs? No, as usual, you can find me all across um, every social media platform at CRLEA12. You can find my funny writing, funny videos, anything that I'm doing over there. Anything for you, Mer? Cool. And nope, you can find me at Meryl K across all platforms. You can find this podcast uh, at Bits Over B-Way across all platforms. You can email us, bitsoverbway at gmail.com. We are on all the places you get your podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. We are also on Patreon. We are now dropping weekly content. Weekly. Uh, every week that there isn't a show dropping, there is a quarantine episode dropping where Connor and I just chat about whatever topic we feel like, um, not necessarily musical related. Uh, rate and review us. <laughs> rate and review us if you feel the need. Yeah. So that's all I have. Anything else, Connor? Nope. Anything? I think that's it. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah. Just shrunk. Shrinky dinked.